Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that are going to allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over £50 million worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this very, very special episode of Business Growth Secrets. I'm here today with a good friend of mine, Nick Staub. He has achieved some amazing things through his career. He has a best-selling book, Selling to Serve, which was number one in over 21 categories. This book is all about sales and how to increase your sales. We're going to talk much, much about sales today and really dive into the depth of it. You know, Nick, not only writes on the subject, this is what he does. He's closed over £10 million worth of sales in his career. He does it professionally. He teaches salespeople in all different walks of life, all different industries to improve their conversions. But what I love about Nick is it's not just about improving the conversions, it's about improving the client experience. So I'm really looking forward to talking to uh, Nick on this subject. Nick, someone that I've known very well and worked with, he's somebody who's been through our programs and accelerated massively, uh, achieved huge success. So really, really excited to have you on. You good, Nick? How are we doing, buddy? Adam, mate, I'm fantastic. Thank you, mate. And it's a pleasure to be here. It's honestly such a privilege. It's going to be really good. I'm sure this is going to be. If you are listening today, you probably want to get a pen and paper handy because I'm sure there's going to be some amazing content throughout this podcast. Now, I'm a big believer, and I have been for a very, very long time, knowing many, many people that are successful in business and successful in life. One thing I've noticed about all successful people is they have the ability to sell. They are able to sell their ideas. They're able to sell their visions. They're able to sell their products. They're able to sell their services. And one thing that I've seen with business owners that struggle a little bit more are people that are not comfortable on this subject. So what we'll do is we'll dive into that and how people can improve. But Nick, do you want to give a bit of your background? Tell us how you got to where you are now. You know, how did your journey start out and how did we get to do 10 million pounds in sales and a best-selling book in 21 categories, massive success story. But let's go right back to the beginning. Tell me about how things started out for you, Nick. Amazing. So taking you back then 10 years ago, I was actually the other side of the world in Australia. Uh, I'd finished my university. I got a first in IT and computing. Couldn't find a job like most people. You know, I was uh, overqualified. They wanted people of experience. So I didn't know what to do. I just thought I'd take a year out and go backpacking across Australia. But I get to Sydney and very quickly, my money starts to run out. Okay. The party and the drinking and I need to find myself a job. Now, as a backpacker, I probably had two choices. Number one, to go find a job in a bar or number two, to go find a job going door to door selling. So I took option number two. You know, I'd, I'd never sold anything really before, and it was very new to me. Now, 
the job I got was selling electricity. So I was actually helping people change their energy providers. And I learned a lot from the people that I work for. <laughs> right? I'll, say, I'll say that I learned the hard way. I mean, if I wasn't good at what I did or I didn't get people up the right way, I'd have people set their dogs on me. And, and you know, I, yeah, so I'd, have, I'd be running, jumping over fences. But yeah, when the deals were good, they were good. I was able to earn around about $50 in commission per sale. And I quickly grew to a point where, because I've read a lot of books in the past, Adam. Like, see, I, I was obsessed as a young kid, like with books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, How to Win Friends and Influence People. So even though they were giving me this sales training, which is very much pushy, pushy, uh, you know, like features and benefits, features and benefits, I felt that actually, if I just have a conversation with these people, find out what problems they're having with their current energy providers, you know, whether it be the bills, the service, and you know, bridge a gap to a solution and say, look, if it's the right fit for you, let's do business. And if not, I'll be on my way seeing your neighbors. And, and that really worked well for me. And I actually grew to be the number one consultant out of the entire company in just three months. Nice. Uh, that, that raised a few eyebrows because there was people there, like Australian citizens working for the company for years. And they're like, what's this guy doing? What's he saying? He must be doing something dodgy. And <laughs> No, no. So this is what I do. And it wasn't long until they made me a team leader and, and, and things were going great. You know, at the time I was probably taking around about $5,000 a month. I was 21 years old. And yeah, it, it, it sounds funny because the money I had back then, I don't know where it went. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know how to manage my money like I do now from working with people like yourself. Uh, who have taught me a lot about that but yeah yeah it was it was a time and I remember there was a day it was in September the 21st okay um the office was it was a hot day right if you can imagine the sun was blaring through the windows we're on the 34th floor in Sydney you could see the opera house you can see the streets and yeah yeah it was it was a Monday morning now the rest of the team had been out partying over the weekend so I saw my regional manager across the room and he was as white as a sheep right now. His name was Matt. He's normally this Australian tan surfer type dude. Uh, if you can picture him, he's got the blonde hair, the blue eyes, but he was sweating. He just looked white. And I said, Hey Matt, you know, heavy weekend. He said, no, Nick, it's not funny. You need to sit down. And he called the meeting. He called it, we had this like, little bell we used to ring. It was very much like a Wolf of Wall Street sales energy office. Uh, the guys were in sharp suits. The women were in nice dresses. And when we huddle up for this morning meeting, about 100 people in this small office, and Matt just says, guys, I don't know how to tell you this. We're shutting the company down. Friday's your last day. Now, at that moment, the ground just swallowed me whole. Like I'd lost my income, which was really good. But the most important thing to me, I was out there on a year visa. I'd just been granted my citizenship if I stayed for that company. So I was really making plans to become a full-time Australian resident and relocate. And because of that news, I actually lost my residency. So... I pretty much had to finish up my time in Australia. I spent the last three months doing everything I wanted with the money I earned. I went skydiving with Sundays and had a great time. Then I came back to the UK, hit the restart button, 
right? I was actually back at my parents' house in my old childhood bedroom, starting again. And after that taste of working in sales, having a no ceiling income and being in a position where I knew that the harder I worked, the better job I did, the more money I would earn. I, I just couldn't imagine myself going back to a nine to five job with a set salary. So I find myself a job working for Virgin Active. Now, obviously, Richard Branson, Virgin Active, it was a great time. And once again, I took to this like a duck to water. I took all the sales skills I had from before, my experience, my knowledge, and I quickly grew the ranks here as well, right? So I become a team leader, area sales manager, and I was managing a team of people. I was managing sites across London. So it was it was great, right? Now, once again... I'm earning good money. But what I find is that, Adam, is that I'm actually quite miserable because I'm working all the hours under the sun, right? I'm I'm literally doing seven days a week, leaving the house at five o'clock in the morning, getting home around about nine o'clock at night. Uh, I'm going in all my days off. My partner at the time thought I didn't really love her. My family thought I didn't love them because I was missing birthdays, weddings. I was just obsessed with being number one, right? And and I was in a position where I had to exchange my time for money. I didn't have the money that I was making working for me. But anyway, I just kept doing what I was doing, right? Because, you know, follow the system they teach us in school, get a job, get a good education, get a mortgage, retire on 150 pounds a week, if you're lucky, and die, right? (laughs) Now, I'm not saying, by the way, that the system is Definitely wrong. Definitely better way, right? <laughs> I'm not saying that the system is wrong, but uh, maybe some of you guys who are listening to this, you know, are looking for a bit more in your lives. Like, you know, you just more money, more time, more freedom out there, uh, being your own boss or working for someone who can you know, really look after you and cherish you. So, anyway, I, I just kept doing what I was doing, right? But there was a day, right? There was a day where. I got hit by the hammer blow. Now, I just found out that my nan had passed away from cancer. It was May 2018. Now, they got the dates for the funeral. It was going to be Thursday, the 31st of May, the last day of the month, a day that we call closeout in the sales industry. Like the targets had to be here. Everything had to be done. So... I had a boss, I won't say his name just in case someone may be listening, but he made you feel really small, right? He was one of those people, he loved to abuse his power, small man syndrome, as they say. Now, I go into his office and I tell him I need the dates off for the funeral. Ah, sorry, Nick, no time off at the end of the month. Mm. Not me. It's company (laughs) policy, right? And... That was just when I said to myself, like, Nick, you're better than this, right? Because for so long, I've been working hard, climbing that slippery, greasy corporate ladder, only to realize that I'm on the wrong roof, right? I'd been chasing the wrong currency, which was money. But in reality, I was miserable because I didn't have time to enjoy that money or do the things that I wanted to do. So it was actually that very night on the train home that I listened to someone, someone I've been pushing away for a long time, someone I've been trying to reach out to me. Now, I'm on my phone, and there's this guy on my screen. 
It's got these big white teeth. It's hand, proper Essex boy, right? Even more than me. <laughs> and it's my amazing new business partner, Liam Ryan. And he's telling people about how they can get started in property and, and become full-time business owners. So I was a little bit skeptical, but you know, I, I knew I needed to do something different in my life because if I didn't change, nothing else was going to change. So I went on his training and I was just hooked, right? I went on his boot camp, I went on his advanced mentorship because I knew that I had to invest in myself if I really wanted to get where I needed to go. And yeah, fast forward a few months, I was doing such a good job in property and, and making some amazing deals, raising money off investors that Liam had actually said to me, like, hey, there's a position in my company I want you to come and sell at my event. I want you to come and run my sales team. And this was back at the late end of 2018. And I remember the sales process when they took me in, right? It wasn't pretty either. You know, I, I wanted to join because it was, you know, it was a great offer for me to move forward and get in something I wanted to do. But I remember it was very pushy features and benefits type selling, not really find out my problem. So I, I, had, I was very confident I could have helped Liam grow his team. And just one day, like it was a Saturday event in London, I was able to make over £2,000 in commission working four hours. Mm. Like that, that was more than what I used to earn in my old job. And the, the, the same week after that, I earned over two and a half, then £3,000. So it wasn't long because I could actually come out of my job. And I actually gave my letter of resignation to Jay. At, I just said his name there. I wasn't meant to say his name, but <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Slipped out. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I gave my letter of resignation in. And for the first time in my life, I felt free. Right. And from hanging around Liam, who's a prolific business owner, you know, so much about property, managing teams, looking after other people. He, you know, I was able to scale and grow my own business as well as his. Because the thing I love about sales and the gift that I think many of people can do is that they can sell for themselves, right? They can grow their own businesses, but actually as another stream of income, they could sell other people's products, what I call OPP. And this is an angle that I found to be very successful because as well as selling for Liam, I sold for other top business owners in the UK. I've even done a little bit for yourself here and there, Adam, as well. And you've done a great job, I will say, you know, when you've done that. Yeah. Thank you, man. And, uh, you know, it's been such a privilege to be hanging around some of the UK's best business owners and trainers. And I mean, that's where my life has transformed in the last four years, mainly just getting around the right people. Because I'm a big believer in you're the product of the five people you hang around the most, right? Like Jim Rohn says, hang around five negative people, you're going to be number six, right? Yeah. Hang around five it's broke so people. True. And I think that so few people, I think people buy into these kind of concepts and they'll hear that kind of concept. They'll buy into it a little bit. And maybe they'll have one or two people, but they don't really spend time with them. Um, I think that the when you actually make your network five successful people and you spend time with those people and you listen and you're humble and you learn, I think that everything changes for you. And you just oh. elevate so much faster. And, and I think it's something, and do you know what the biggest problem is most people, and where I've found my success over the years, Nick, most people are afraid to pay for it. You know, they're afraid to pay for coaching. They're afraid to pay for mentoring. 
they're afraid to pay to go to good places to meet good people and and things like this. And they don't invest in that because you don't see a tangible return. You know, if you run an ad and you spend a thousand pound on it and you make two thousand back, you've seen a thousand pound return. It's tangible, so you can justify the thousand pound spend. But if you spend a thousand pounds to go and hang out with uh, an amazing group of business owners um, at an event or something like that, or even a, a race event or whatever, you don't necessarily see the return, but the returns are literally geometric because one relationship, one person, one chance, one opportunity, as you're speaking about there, can lead on to 10 million in sales. Now, if it costs you £20,000 to get 10 million in sales, how many degrees is a good deal? <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's something that people should focus on more. And 100%, think, mate. Yeah, you know, so very, very important stuff. So yeah, now you've done all those bits okay. on, yeah, you, you've gone on this massive journey then, Nick, and that led you to doing millions and millions of pounds in sales, increasing your income in a significant way. But you've then actually moved on in a couple of big moves and a couple of things that have really elevated you, and I've seen you grow a lot. Uh, one was the book which you, you really work very, very hard at. And it's not, it's not easy. A lot of people think it's easy to write a book. It requires dedication to make it good anyway. It's easy to write a crap book, <laughs> but to write a good book, it's not that easy, right? You have to really put your time, your attention and everything into it, which I think you did, and revealed your processes. Um, so in addition, we'll talk a little bit more about what you do with your training, but let's talk a little bit about the book. What's the concept of the book about and why? Because there's a lot of sales books out there, Nick. I've read, I've read them all. I've, you know, one thing that very much in common with you is throughout my sales career, it's funny because as you talk, there's a lot of similar things. You know, when I was working at Powerhouse, I had to sell N Power Electricity, right? You know, very, very similar to what you said yourself. And it's not the easiest thing to sell. And nobody wants to buy it. And it was a horrible sale. But you still did it, right? And it was, uh, I did that back in the day. Um, but as you grow, there's many, many different levels of, of becoming a sales professional. So when we talk about the book, tell me a little bit about what's in it, why it helps people, why you feel it's special, why you really wanted to put what you put in the book. Yeah, amazing. So the book is Selling is Serving. Now, I think the title says most of the work is that, yeah, selling is actually serving people because many people out there think that sales is bad, sales is sleazy. Uh, sales is hard right but whatever the brain can perceive and believe it will achieve so if you say that selling is hard selling is bad selling is sleazy well you're going to be a bad salesperson you're going to be a sleazy salesperson so the purpose of the book really is to show people that selling is a gift you know to have the ability to help solve someone's problems and only work with people who are the right fit because this is the problem these days adam is a lot of business owners out there that want to work with anyone with a pulse in a checkbook. And actually, what they're doing is they're, they're attracting the wrong clients into their business, the clients who are going to waste their time, want refunds, complain, and just cause loads of hassle. So I've actually got a system, the seven-step serving system, that can take you know, a complete beginner through a journey and know how to do a start-to-finish sales process, how to scale a team, how to the scripts they need for, for interviews, in-person, selling one-to-one, selling one-to-many. Because it's the stuff I wish I had 10 years ago, right? And stuff I've had to learn through experience, through mentorship. And I've kind of created my own hybrid system. Again, it was working really well at the moment. So the book obviously was well-received, uh, number one best-selling author in 21 categories. 
which when I when you think about it, if one of my teachers was to hear that back in school, they would have laughed in, you know, they would be laughing. They'd be like, that's no way Nick Star. But I, I would have laughed in your face if you told me that I'm going to be a best-selling author four years ago. But a point proven to what we just spoke about, Adam, that you are the products of the people you hang around. Because from hanging around people like yourself, Liam, and all these successful entrepreneurs, I've realized if those guys can do it, yeah, I can do it too. Because Liam wrote a best-selling book and he's dyslexic. So that's genuinely what I did. I, 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 you know, in jokes aside, I said, if Liam can do it, I'm going to do it. And I, and I just copied the process. It's like, this is the funny thing about being successful. It's not that hard. When you get a mentor who can literally take you from, you know, talk to you about their, their failures, their successes, their systems, all you've got to do is just copy it, right? And it's pretty much foolproof if you do the work. So... Yeah, yeah, the book's the book's been amazing. It's, it's got a lot of great reception. It's kind of it was the catalyst for me after writing that book to realize actually I've got more inside of me in terms of yeah. my training academy, my boot camp to actually mentor people one on one, business owners, coaches, consultants, which is what I'm doing right now. Yeah, absolutely awesome. And what would you say to somebody that's been listening so far? They're afraid of sales. They hate sales. They do anything to avoid putting themselves into a sales situation. They literally are in a race to the bottom in terms of just discounting their price or giving away their price to try and buy a yes. What would you say to that type of person? Because there'll be many people on there, and that and you know that is okay. You know, if you've been in that position in the past, but how you change is how you succeed. What you do to improve is going to improve your results. So, what would you say to someone like that? from your expertise. And have you worked with many people like that, Nick? Yeah, honestly, about half of my client base are probably people in that path where they just hate the idea of selling. Like I've worked with many clients who would actually go to make a sales call and hope that the customer didn't pick up, which when you yeah. actually break it down logically is insane because if you're trying to sell a product to make money <laughs> and you jump on a sales call and you hope that someone doesn't answer so you can even sell them, that means you, you need help. Now, look, the, <laughs> the, the reality is, guys is, and girls, is that I've been there. I've done that, right? I've got the T-shirt. I was never a confident person in school. I was bullied and I never felt good about myself. And I, I felt like I had to sell to, to survive in Australia. So I was kind of forced into it. But the reality is that when you think about it, everything you do in your life is a sale, right? You know, obviously, when you sell products, you're selling, but also getting your kids to eat their vegetables, convincing your partner to do something you want. It's, it's all the art of negotiation. And it's really simple when you break it down. If You just get away those bad sales connotations because the, the days of the sleazy car salesmen are dead. You know, like sales in this current day and age is the future because people out there buy because they've got problems in their lives. And all we are is the problem solvers, right? We're the solution specialists. And to be a great salesperson, you just have to follow a golden rule. I call it the 80-20 rule, which is 20% speaking, 80% listening. And this is what many salespeople don't do business. They, they try and get on the phone and, hey, you've got to buy my product. My product's amazing. It's going to help you do this. Whereas actually, you should be jumping on the phone and just saying, I want to find out more about you, John. So you know, what's your current situation like? What do you do right now? How's that making you feel? How's that impacting your life? And yeah, and when you can really dig deep and uncover this information, it actually becomes more of a conversation with someone. And if you know you could, you've got the solution, 
Well, you can help your customer see that solution, right? You know, we want to find out what their goals are, what their wants are, what their desires are. And if we can work with them, we, we do it, right? And the great thing I love about my system is if someone is not the right fit, we don't work with them. You know, we don't tell them, hey, I'm not working with you, John, bye. No, we would just obviously say, look, John, I think you know, you're right for this, but now's not the right time. What I recommend is you go and do X, Y, and Z, maybe have this YouTube video, have this product, and come back to us in the future. But that, that allows us and my clients to build a pipeline you know, of, of actually clients coming in and out daily who are the right fit. And, and, they, and, and you'd love to sell. If you're working with people that you would like to hang around with, people that you want to go for drinks with and be your best friend, uh, that's what it's all about from taking them through this sales journey, like looking after your clients. I know you're a big believer, Adam, of having what we call raving fans, right? And yeah. I think that all comes down to listening to them and being good at sales. So if you're listening right now and you don't like sales, I get it. But seriously, I believe it's the number one skill that you need to master right now if you really want to be successful. Absolutely. And, and what can change? Let's ask that, you know, what have you seen? What can change for somebody through mastering this skill set? Because oh. it's, as we talk about it, we know, you know, I know, my whole background is, is sales. Um, I, I changed my life through sales. So I know but lots of people don't know. They know what they know, but if they've never mastered this skill set, they don't necessarily know the upside of what can change them. So tell me a little bit about what you feel once somebody gets good at this. What changes in their life? A one-word answer? Mm. Everything. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> believe, like obviously, aside from just making more money, yeah, but from being good at sales is actually going to build your confidence, your relationships with the people around you is going to improve. You're going to have better relationships. I mean, maybe you're listening to this and you don't even have a relationship right now. If you learn how to sell, you're going to be able to go find those relationships. I guarantee it. You know, and I think it just elevates you as a person, having that confidence you can sell, you can negotiate. You're able to then have more time, more freedom to do the things that you want to do with the people that you want to do them with. You know, I, I genuinely believe there is so many reasons, like countless, countless reasons why selling will enhance your, your life. Uh, what would you say, Adam, as some of yours? If you said like there's loads, I want to hear from yourself. Yeah, so in terms of what I would say is that if I, if I go back to when I first started out in sales, I got into it by accident, same as you. Mm -hmm. um, literally, my first ever sales job was working at Powerhouse. And prior to that, I'd been working on building sites. I had a short stint at KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't often talk about that. So if you're listening to the podcast, you know, I had a short stint where I worked there. I'll tell you what, I was good at making chicken, to be fair, Nick. I was very, very good. You got a secret like, even, then, even then, I took pride in it. You know, I wanted it to be good when I made it, right? But I literally, the reason I got this job was because I walked into this showroom and a friend had recommended me. I never thought I was going to get the job. And I saw that they had free coffee. And I was like, what, you can have as much coffee as you want? They were like, yeah, you know, I was 19, you can have as much. Awesome. You know, I was looking around the place and I was like, oh, I fancy that. I don't fancy getting up at 6 a.m. to go to a building site. This would be nice to walk around and talk to people. And then when I started, I, I wasn't very confident. When I started, and this is how it changed my life, you know, to be totally frank with you, at that point, I was a little bit of a rogue. I got into little bits of trouble here and there. I used to go out. 
I, you know, I was terribly ill-disciplined. And in all different areas of my life, I was, I just didn't have it together, to be honest. Mm. You know, at 19, and, and, and I had no direction. Didn't know where I was going to go. Didn't know what I'd do. I didn't think about the future. All I thought about was the weekend, right? So I had everything. I was doing everything wrong, but I was still young, and there was still time to change. And look, there's still time to change no matter where you're at. That's kind of where I was at. And then I got this job, and I'm in this place, and I just sort of, I was talking to this lady, her name was Diane, lovely lady, um, who kind of mentored me. She'd given me the job. I had no idea why, because at that point, I definitely didn't deserve it. But I think they were desperate. <laughs> so I got this job, and, and she said, right, go and talk to them. You know, and I remember seeing these people walking around the cookers and the toasters, and I was like, what do I say? She said, well, just help them and see what they want. So I go over, talk to them, help them, and they buy it. And then Diane said, you know, and they ended up buying a couple of different things. They bought a cooker, bought a toaster, bought an iron. And I thought, well, that wasn't so bad. But but I didn't get any kind of bars or enjoyment out of it. I was just like, okay, well, that was all right. I think I could probably do this at that stage. And then Diane said to me, well, look, every time you make a sale, it goes on the system. And if you log in, you'll see what money you made. And I was really confused because I was like, well, no, I know what money I made. I'm paid for being it. Because I, I didn't even know, I didn't get coming. I didn't know anything. I was so green. And I log in and it was like, I made 14 quid. So I said to her, Diane, are you telling me I just made 14 pounds for talking to them about that cooker? And she said, yeah. I was like, oh my God, my brain was just blown. And I'll tell you what, in that moment, everything changed for me. I was like the Tasmanian devil going around that place talking to everyone. And before you knew it, I was number one. And, and it's exactly, it's very similar to what you're saying. So I fell into it by accident. But what it did is it actually gave me a discipline. So I think sales can improve you and your discipline. Because now I was like, I don't want to go out and get drunk because I want to be on form tomorrow because I want to earn more money. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was a, a discipline that helped create. It helped me to build relationships with every single different person from every different walk of life. I can go to any party. I can talk to the grandparents. I can talk to the children. Do you understand what I mean? Like my communication skills um, were built in that foundation where I think a lot of people, their communication skills are not actually built up in that way. But for me, it gave me that skill to be able to communicate with everybody because I had to in this in this showroom. And you know, and then later on, I went into cars. I then went into leasing jets. I then went on to start my own businesses. And I, I went and grew. Um, but the other thing that it does, and this is the cool thing, I think, is the fourteen pound I earned was a an amazing example of being rewarded. And this is what I love about it: being rewarded for going over and above. And what that did is it set a new discipline for me that if I do more, I'll get more. If I serve more, I'll get more. If I help more, I'll get more. And that has filled into every area of my life, but also the fact the uncapped potential sales, what that also did for me is it said, hang on, there is no ceiling. Nobody's in charge of my growth but me. And that is a very, very powerful feeling of freedom because now all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I had the ability to create what I wanted. And, and all of a sudden, I, I could create more and I could grow more. And that's what gave me the confidence to go into business because I thought if it gets tough, 
I will ring 25 people and I will find a sale. <laughs> you know, and it gave me, do you understand what I mean? It gave me that confidence. So I think confidence, discipline, you know, focus, communication skills, I think it's everything. It is. You know, and, and, I, and I do, I, I do. And, you know, I know it's what you do. I, I, I love it. We, we still, we do a lot of, of training with our, our clients in this area um, to, to help them. But I, I love that your specialism and you are focused solely on this, aren't you? And I think it's such a very, very important skill. And I think, I don't know if you know, I, I've recently, you know, recommending people co- constantly to come and see you. Um, you know, on an ongoing basis because I really believe, and you've done some sales training for our teams, you've worked in our teams, which is great. I just think regardless of where you're at in your life, if you haven't got this handled, there's still a missing piece. Even if you're a successful business owner, I think there's a missing piece for you. And I think you've got to plug that gap because I think it'll make a world of difference. So that's my opinion. All right. Okay, there we go. He just backed up everything I said, really, isn't he? Yeah, 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 exactly. Because, you know, and that's why I wanted to have you on because I know the importance of it. I want to get that message across to my clients. I want to get that message across to the podcast listeners. I want them to understand that this is something that we need to attack. This is something that we need to master. This is something that we need to push through if we want to become more successful in our lives. So tell us a little bit about what happens, Nick, when you start working with somebody and somebody comes, I know you've got three-day training, which is an amazing training. I've sent my staff on it, and they raved about it. They loved it. So tell us a little bit about how do you get somebody walking in the first day that's afraid of sales or that has preconceptions? And I actually did a sales training the other week for um, a, a clinic. One of my inner circle clients brought all the staff up. And people walk in, don't they, with these preconceptions like, they're going to make me do this. They're going to make me do that. Am I going to have to do something I'm uncomfortable with? Tell me how you you manage that and you help them to, you know, actually enjoy sales. Because I think that's an important part, isn't it? They've got to enjoy it. Oh, 100%, Adam. Yeah, great, great question. And I think it all comes down to having a complete system, which is structured from start to finish, rather than just trying to have people coming on day one throwing them in the deep end with sales script training. I need to break down the psychology of sales first. So actually my first two modules are your psychology as a person, because when it comes to sales, it's 90% mindset and it's 10% strategy. <laughs> and like I said, it's all down to what you perceive and believe. So first of all, we've got to overcome those barriers about selling being bad, selling being sleazy and show you that selling is actually a gift. Selling is helping others, it's serving others, it's growing as a person. And then once we master your psychology, your own psychology, the next step is to master the buyer psychology. Because when we know how other people think, the people that they like to buy from, their impressions, perceptions, when we can start to manipulate these, it actually starts to open people's eyes. Oh, this is quite fun, actually. Like you said, I'm able to go and talk to this person, have a great chat, and sell them this item, get rewarded for it. They're happy. They solve their problems. I get my commission and I've done a great job. And whether that's for my business or someone else's business, it actually opens people's eyes to this is really fun. And as I go through my training, I can't, I'm going to take you through for time all of the steps. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, because I could go on all day. But the thing that people start to realize is actually, Nick, when I went, before I come to your training, I thought that. Yeah, sales was bad, sales was sleazy, sales was pushy. But actually what I found is like therapy. 
Like you're, you're literally just talking to these people, finding out what their problems are, what's good, what's bad in their life, what could be going better. And then you're helping them paint their goals, their visions, and actually uncovering different issues that they might have been facing in their businesses or their personal lives. And then you're able to fix those problems. And you know, from just, just hearing you talk, I can just, I, I feel amazing. And I was like, well, that's how you feel now. Imagine if you're going out and doing this time and time again, if you're growing a business. And the one thing that my training offers, which is completely unique, like I don't know anyone else who has this right now, is that actually I give an opportunity for the people who come on my training to actually join our team, whether they used to be selling on the phones for us, selling on Zoom, selling in person at events. Because I want to teach people the system, Adam. My goal is I want to teach people. And as I'm growing and scaling my business, I want the people that have invested into me to actually have an opportunity to come and join me and, and work with me behind the scenes. And I think that's what really people buy into is the fact that they get to be part of my vision and be part of the journey. Uh, we're recently going to start, uh, we're about to start going into the US uh, very soon. Uh, I'm really excited about that. But for me to do that, I've got a problem on my hands. I, you know, I need a big team. I, I need to grow and I need, I need to keep scaling and growing. And I don't want to go and hire another salesperson who's got loads of experience in London. I want to hire someone who's actually been on the journey, who has invested in themselves, even if they had no experience before, right? even if they were completely green. I actually find that sometimes the best salespeople aren't the people who've done sales for years, works for big businesses. They're actually the most common regular people Absolutely. who were previously scared and nervous about sales, who I've been able to install the right beliefs. They've had no ego and they've just been able to copy the system. And, so, and as a result of that, I've had clients, you know, after four days of attending my course, selling products for some of the biggest business owners, making £3,000 a day in closing on the phone. It's just incredible. So, yeah, it, honestly, that's... It's, that's been a, it's been a fantastic journey for you, Nick. Um, in terms of people being listening to the podcast, how, what's the best place for people if they want to contact you, they want to get in touch with you? I'm sure you'd be open to that. Is, oh, is Instagram the best place? Or 100%. I, I'm very open on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is a, a good place. I've got my website as well, nickstarcoach.com. Uh, you can also send us a message there, find out more about what I do. But I'm very open on Instagram as well. And yeah, what's your Instagram handle for everybody so they can uh, hit you up, go and follow. Right, I'm going to have to spell it for people. So it's Nick Starb, but that's S-T-A-A-B. So S-T-A-A-B, coach. So Nick Starb, coach. Same as my website, Nick Starb, coach. Starb. <laughs> Starb. Go, go and connect with Nick. He's an amazing guy. There's lots of different sales tips that he's putting out on a regular basis. And look, I can recommend Nick's book. I've read it. Um, you know, very, very kindly gave me a copy. And uh, yeah, I read it, really enjoyed it. thought it was fantastic. And there's a lot of value there. And that might also be a great place for people to start. And I'm sure they can go and get that on Amazon, can they? Yeah. Yep, mate, Amazon is on Kindle and it's available to buy a hard copy, soft copy yeah. as well. Yeah. So selling to serve. Selling is serving. Selling, oh, selling is serving. Right. Selling is serving. There we go. Yeah, let's get that right. Let's get that now. <laughs> okay, Nick. Well, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been amazing. 
Uh, love speaking to you as always. Totally aligned with where you're going, what you're doing. I think it's incredible. And certainly go and follow Nick or hit up his book because it is a powerful, powerful tool. And this is something you need to get mastered in your life. Thanks, everybody. And of course, if you haven't already, if you want to hear more amazing interviews like this, go and give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening to the podcast. Of course, the podcast is always free. It's always here to deliver value. We just want to get the message out further. So if you give us that five-star rating, that will enable more people to hear about the show, to see the show, and also to keep delivering these amazing guests like me today. So thanks, everybody. And I look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. Hi, everybody. Adam here. And I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is, perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive academy days and have lunch with me on the day meeting hundreds of my clients so if you want that to be you then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on itunes please of course do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes peace and love and i'll see you very very soon thank you